Welcome to Model Railroad Talk, your model railroading only podcast by model railroaders. And guess what? For you, the model railroader, I am your host, the bandit. Um, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, we've got uh, a guest with us today. Um, we'll bring him in here actually pretty quick. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, give you an update on my railroad, which will lead us into um, what our subject is today. And that is, if you're putting in DCC, uh, actually any kind of track wiring, you want to make sure you've got good, uh, good track wiring and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, stick around and we will get this thing rolling on the tracks right about now. All right, we're kicking this thing off right now. How about we start out with, uh, we are, as I'm sure you're listening to this on Spotify, or you may be on Amazon Music, but you could be listening to it on Google Play now. Um, we just got back on Google, or got back on, we got onto Google Play, uh, and we got the confirmation, so we're excited about that. And we are on iHeartRadio uh, for their podcasts or how, I've, I don't use iHeartRadio that much, but, and it was always for music when I did. So, um, so we're excited about that. And, uh, also want to like, uh, remind you about, uh, our Patreon account, look us up, um, on, uh, or Patreon for model railroad talk. You can go on there and, uh, become a subscriber. Um, nice thing about Patreon, you set, you know, you said everything. Uh, we have no control other than, you know, we gladly accept your donation and we completely, uh, and your subscription and, um, we completely appreciate it. It helps us advance this podcast and, and so many ways. And as we move forward, you know, it'll allow us to bring more and more to you, the listener. You can also find us on Facebook, model railroad talk on Facebook. Um, you can email us at model railroad talk at gmail com if you want to get a hold of us and we have a website www.modelrailroadtalk.com on there you can find um, occasional updates about the podcast and uh, um, you know you can reach out to us and and there's a form you can fill out there and as always we won't sell your info or nothing like that so um, your information is safe all right so one last thing we were uploading our episodes podcasts whatever up uh, on sun sunday mornings what we originally started out while well, we were supposed to be starting out doing and i couldn't figure out how to work a calendar apparently so um but we decided to uh, uh we actually decided we're uploading them uh, or having them go up saturday mornings at min well 12 a.m i guess is the best way to put it on saturday morning that way you've got it to kick off your weekend um or even if you're busy on the weekend you've got it for the first of the week you don't gotta wait so, um, I'm going to bring in our guest and introduce him and, uh, then we'll get on to our subject. So, um, our guest actually sent us an email and, um, it was read on the last podcast. Um, and like I said, actually, I come to find out through that, I had to actually send him a message and make sure it was the same person that I worked with. 
Um, so, uh, Rob, Rob is here with us today and, um, yeah, um, he's excited to be on the show and, um, um, yeah. So welcome Rob. Well, hi, hi everybody. So, um, I'm kind of new to the whole podcasting thing. Long time listener, first time caller. Um, I think it's really great where we have a podcast now that we have somewhere to go with fellow model railroaders and can bounce ideas off each other. Um, I'm like I said, I'm new to the whole the whole model railroading thing. I've always been interested in in model railroading. Um, my dad had a had a lot of trains, a lot of cars. Um, used to yell at me when I would play play with them, but whatever, it's fine. I don't have any emotional scars from that or anything. Not not one. <laughs> so so when um, the bandit here, he uh, sent sent me a, a like thing on Facebook so I could like his page, Easy Model Railroading. I thought to myself, I said, oh, wow, I didn't know Gary was into model railroading. So I thought that was pretty neat. So kind of reached out and had some ideas for shows that as a new model railroader, things that I would like to hear um, kind of go over from somebody that's been kind of doing model railroads for as long as he has. Um, I thought, wow, I could really learn a lot from, from not only Gary, but people that, that email in to email into the show, um, you know, kind of their ideas and some of the things that they've done, some of the things that they've used. Uh, I thought, man, this would be a great way to learn, learn lots of new things and learn what people have done. So, so I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the podcast. I'm really excited to be a guest. Like, so thank you to, mm-hmm. for having me on because I've never been on a podcast before. So that's really great. Um, and like I said, um, I'm, I'm new to the, the model railroading thing. I love all the details that I see on, on different, on different layouts. And it's always intrigued me. I love trains in general. Like I live in a town now that, that we have a, um, main line that runs through probably train every 30 minutes. So it's great for the train lover and me to hear them trains go by. So, so I'm excited. I'm excited for the podcast. I'm excited for what you're doing and and I'm I'm excited to learn all the things. So. All right, yeah. Well, we're excited to have you here. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, so, and at any time here, feel free to jump in. That's fine. Uh, so, I'm going to give you guys an update on my layout, um, the progress, uh, and that'll lead us into what this is about, or this episode's about. So, my layout, um, I really only got. Well, if I had to say maybe a third of the bench work done, um, I'm kind of doing it in stages and, uh, and then I've got not even probably not even a 16th of the track laid, but I've got, um, my main yard started, um, with track and turnouts and whatnot. And it is actually wired up, um, which leads into what we're talking about. And we, we discussed this before on, um, uh, it was either episode one or episode two about DCC or DC. And while what we're talking about today, as far as good wiring and bus wiring and stuff like that, it, it tends, it's, it, it's going to affect DCC digital command control more than it will your standard DC operation. But with DC operation, um, it could benefit from this type of setup. So um, I actually, to go back onto the uh, layout update, I have all my bus wires ran. 
um, and every piece of track now has a feeder wire ran down. Um, plus, I also have a set of 12 volt wires that are running in between um, under the layout, you know, for, you know, accessories, lights, whatever. I've got that down there available. Um, so that leads us into good wiring, very good wiring. Um, anybody, you know, how, how are you with wiring? I am not a wiring guru genius at all. I've probably been electrocuted more times than I've been successful with wiring. So, <laughs> yeah, we, I hear it a lot, you know, the, oh, the wiring can be very complicated. And, and first of all, it's, it's 12 volts. 12 volts are a lot easier. And I find it interesting because uh, where my full-time job is, we are doing construction right now. And uh, I've, I've talked to the main electrician, the, the foreman, I guess you'd say, of the job. And I was kind of talking to him about some stuff for the wiring on my layout before I started. And he's like, I have no idea. I can't stand 12 volt. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. And I'm like, 12 volts easy compared to you know, 110 and, full, yeah, right. you know, the full, yeah. the full, yeah. And, 20 and that's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think it was more, he was just lazy, but yes, correct. but I mean, 12 volts, basically you got power going in and you got power coming out to the ground. Um, but to start out, um, and you can lick those wires, right? You can put them on. Your you can actually, there. yeah, it's, it's not the voltage. It's the amps that'll get oh, you. Right, there you go. So, yeah. um, I know I'm running my system. Even now I'm starting, I'm running my system at, at an eight amp um a lot of the you know the starter systems uh like the digitrack zephyr system it's like mm -hmm. a two and a half amp oh, wow. um uh the system that i'm running actually came with a power pack that it run at five amp but i have mine set up uh with the extra 12 volt supply to run at eight amp and i'm gonna tell you nice. if you're if you have the track power on and you reach across there mm -hmm. you can feel it burning on your arm a little Ooh, bit if nice. you're not careful yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's the amps that'll get you, not nice. so much the volts. Nice. But um so with that, we you heard us talk about bus wire and feeder wires and most, you know, it's like I uh, on the bus. Yeah. The bus. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, just run a couple wires to the track and you're good. Well, that's I know that, it's more that, than that. Yeah. That that may be good. You know, if you're just running a loop of track you know, you, you pull it out once or twice a year, you know, for Christmas or yeah. a holiday or something, you know, and hook up your power supply. That's perfectly fine. There's no point in running a whole bunch of wires for something you're going to tear down. Or, you know, like we talked in the last episode of bench work, if you're just doing a tabletop that, you know, you're, you're, it's basically a loop with mm -hmm. a couple sidings. Yeah. You know, you might have your, have two spots, one across from each other for power and you should be good. Yeah. But you get into the uh, full layout like we uh, discussed, if you're doing like a shelf layout or, or just it doesn't matter what kind of layout, a more complicated, whether it's a switching layout, a point to point uh, continuous run, the bigger the railroad, um, the more track you have, the right. more power it takes. Mm -hmm. um, and that is more so true um, with DCC because DCC always has power going to the track. It does not matter, does not matter whether you're uh, you have locomotive running or not. Mm -hmm. So um, basically it's got power. And then when you select the locomotive, um, that locomotive has the decoder in there, which has its own address or mm -hmm. own name, if you will. 
And when you have that selected and you turn the throttle or you hit the button, if it's sound equipped for the horn or whatever, mm -hmm. it sends little packets of information across the rails yep. to that uh, locomotive to tell it what to do. While yes, the, the main power is, you know, it takes the power from the rails to yep. give the motor power and stuff, but it still won't do anything until you have those signals. Right. Well, those signals don't travel that easy across long distances. Mm -hmm. The main power does, but the signals, the farther you get away, I'm not going to say it's going to like, you know, grow legs and get up and start fighting you <laughs> or nothing right. like that. You know, your locomotive is going to mm -hmm. be good, but, um, but the farther away you get, you may, you could potentially start losing uh, control of your locomotive or oh, yeah. um, I, I mean, I've seen on large layouts of uh, that have been converted from mm -hmm. DC to DCC and, you know, and I get there, you know, the, the layouts that I've seen like that, they, they were in the, I don't want to say rebuilding, but rewiring process mm, of okay. going to DCC. And yeah, there were certain points of the railroad that, that they were too far away from the command yep. station or, and it just locomotives weren't running properly. Right. Yep. Uh, makes sense. Makes yeah. Sense. yeah. So, um, so yeah. And that starts out with DCC or DC, um, and and any of the books out there whether it's through combat publishing or anything online you'll see good bus wire um bus wires your main wires that you run you would run under your layout um they don't have to loop or anything like mm -hmm. that they just like mine right now is just a basically a straight run um and i have my power uh my my digital command control system tied right in kind of in the middle and um so it basically that 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 bus wire the bigger the bus wire the better that you uh the better the power basically okay, right um is there a certain brand of wire that you like to use uh you know that's the thing um there's all uh, there's all sorts of if you go into forums or pages or whatever mm -hmm. you'll see all sorts of uh input on that oh you've got to run solid you know four gauge mm -hmm. or you got to run you know stranded the my only suggestion is don't run um i recommend 12 gauge mm -hmm. or uh bigger you know i you don't really you don't 10 maybe 12 gauge a year yeah. you don't necessarily need to go any bigger than 10 gauge if all you've like i have uh mine's uh mine's 12 gauge it's a couple rolls that i've had for years and years and mine's actually home like industrial oh, wiring yeah. Yeah. so it's while it's stranded it's solid strands yep. um you know, I like using that particular stuff because uh, I'm running mine through my framing. I mm -hmm. drill holes through my framework and it doesn't sag as much. Mm -hmm. But being that it's a 600 volt um, and I remember what the amperage is, it's way yeah. up there. It, it's going to take that wire or I'm sorry, the power and the mm -hmm. signal and it's going to send it a lot easier yeah. through that. Nice. The best way to describe it is, you know, you go to go to say McDonald's and you get a, you get a shake mm -hmm. and, huh. and well, that's if their ice cream well, working. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if their ice cream machine's working, but uh, you know, let's say two different, you get two different shakes and two different people say they have two different size straws. You get yep. a straw that's really small yep. versus a one that's really big. Mm -hmm. The really small straw is going to be really hard for you to get that yep. ice cream out. Lots of resistance. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then, and that's the same with wiring. So the bigger, the wire, the better. Now we're going to really throw a, curve at you yay with uh with your feeder wires however 
obviously we want the biggest possible wire mm -hmm. we're talking you know for power yeah but feeder wires that are going to be soldered to your track you don't want big wire oh okay. because depending i mean you can yeah but like my railroad mm -hmm. i don't because i want them hidden as possible oh, okay yeah and that's what i would want too yeah as i'm trying to plan my layout you know i, I want to make sure those things are kind of hidden so right that's good advice there. yep so like i run um uh on mine i'm using 18 gauge it's just i bought a roll of speaker wire mm -hmm. 18 gauge speaker wire because in most cases you're only going to be running a 6 to 12 inch wire down to the main bus wire okay all right so yeah you're you know it's it all it, 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 I'm, a lot of people are probably confused right now, but, um, or could be potentially confused because, you know, you're, okay, well, you're just talking bus wire. Now you're talking feeder wire. Okay. <laughs> it all ties together. Right. Um, you're, but mainly your bus wire, I would, you know, I personally recommend, you know, a, anywhere from a 10 to a 14 gauge solid strand wire. Um, it doesn't have to be industrial, just some stuff I've had for years. Right. Yep. Um, but the biggest thing I would suggest for that is solid strand. Um, now, as far as your feeder wires, I've, uh, I've used in the past. And the only reason I'm not using it now is because I didn't have any, and I wasn't going to go buy any extra, but, mm -hmm. um, telephone wire oh. that you run through the house yeah. or they used to anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's actually perfect for it because it's the perfect gauge, mm -hmm. um, of wire. Plus it's solid rather okay. than, a than stranded, which yeah. coming from your feeders, mm -hmm. it's much, much better. It's, mm -hmm. it actually, uh, solders easier. Yeah. And you can actually get by with, a, I guess, I don't know exactly how you'd want to word it, but a, a smaller piece of that wire mm -hmm. soldered to the rail than you do for stranded. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, so, you know, and, and it's not just DCC, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, it goes to DC. If There's still a lot of people out there that are using uh, DC systems mm -hmm. and on huge layouts or using walk around throttles with the switches and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, to, uh, switching out blocks so they can operate and, and, um, and, you know, there again, it's, it's the same concept. You're mm -hmm. still pushing power and amperage through. And if you're using, you know, you know, you go out to the garage and grab a roll of, you know, 18 gauge wire and you run that from, you know, 10 foot, 12 foot down the pike, mm -hmm. it's not, you, you're not going to get as much power at the end there. Oh, so, right. Yeah. So, um, so the other thing too, moving on from that, and if any of y'all have any questions, please reach out to us. Questions, your input, um, email us or, uh, you know, email us uh, directly. You can go through our website. Um, and I know, uh, Spotify and I'm pretty sure Amazon, I'm pretty sure all the, the podcast platforms have a way to reach out to us. So. Tell us what you think. I mean, what do you, Rob, what do you think about all that wiring that you just heard? That's a lot of wiring. That's a lot. Well, like I said, I'm not a wiring guy, but it's good to know, you know, when I want to run my layout, what I need to look for um, and buy and purchase so that I can make my, my trains run properly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you were saying about, you know, the frequencies and things, um, you know, you don't want to have a train you know, derailing because it, you know, the throttle went wide open and now it's going nuts on you. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and the other thing too, is there's a misconception out there of, um, and this kind of goes off, off topic a little bit is, you know, people go out and buy, 
you know, they'll have like inexpensive trains mm-hmm. and they'll go out and buy a DCC system. Yeah. And thinking that's going to help the performance mm-hmm. of their railroad or their, their locomotives yeah. and stuff. DCC does not fix any of that. If anything, right, right. DCC can actually uh, complicate things mm-hmm. right. because of if your track's not clean and you're, right. you're, you don't have good wiring. Um, and it's not even necessarily, um, you know, you're, you're just, you, without good wiring, it's kind of like your bench work. Yep. If you don't have good bench work, you're not going to have a stable place for your railroad. Right. And you're going to, people are going to get unhappy and be like, ah, screw this, I'm right. done. Same with the wiring. It, your wiring is your bench work mm-hmm. for your base for your being able to control those trains. So whether you're doing standard DC or digital command control, mm-hmm. you've got to have that good wiring because I mean it's and it's not even so much okay. You have to worry about losing control of a locomotive. I mean I've I've had that happen uh, like my last railroad that I had years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I ran. Um, same thing, bus wire, heavy bus wire. Yeah. I was running eight amp system. I actually had three boosters in mine, wow. um, three eight amp boosters. Whoa. And I would have, uh, places where, you know, locomotives would just, uh, they just didn't run well. Mm, yeah, and, right. and come to find out I, when I was installing that, cause I was in a hurry, right. I should say installing the track. I was in a hurry and I went back and started looking and realized I had several sections where I had not put feeder wires in uh-huh. so like yeah. me i'm running flex track mm-hmm. um and i you know some people everybody has their own opinion and i'm not saying my way is the right way or the yeah. wrong way or whatever or i'm not cutting down anybody that does different but i have heard several times and from you know personal experience mm-hmm. with flex track just drop feeder wires every section oh, okay. it doesn't take a little bit extra time right. a little bit extra material now, if you're using sectional track, that is an awful lot of feeder wires. Feeder wire, so yeah. no, you don't necessarily need to do that. And uh, and pieces of flex track and HO scale are three foot long. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, N scale, I believe they're, oh, I want to say they're two, two, or I mean like two and a half foot long, something like that. But but when you're when you're working with flex track, do it every single piece. Gotcha. Now, if you're if somebody were to say come in with a, a sectional track or like easy track, like yeah. Bachman or, or Cato easy mm-hmm. track, you know you don't have to do every single piece. Okay. Um. You know, uh, most time those sections are eight to twelve inches long, depending mm-hmm. on what section of track yeah. you buy. Yep. You know, and something like that, I would do maybe every three pieces. Okay. Um. Now. I don't have much experience with the with the easy track like the Bachman or Cato. Yeah. I've I've had some and just because it's I this was years ago, but mm-hmm. um I I don't know what do I, I'd like to know what listeners think if anybody has actually soldered the rail joints um on like the easy track systems. I know you, they're set up to where you don't necessarily have to. Um but you know, does that help? I, I, I know like the Cato systems, they are actually really good systems. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're using sectional track, you know, I would do every two or three pieces of sectional track. Um, that's going to give you good, um, good power throughout the whole railroad. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, I just threw something else in there too. Soldering. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Soldering. That's what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> um you have you soldered much not much not much 
You mean basically you're one of those you can make it stick and I can make it, it stick. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can that's, make it look good, but that's yeah. that's the way I am with welding. People say, "Well, you got a welder, you can weld, right?" I'm like, "Well, I can make it stick." You know, I mean, I don't know how long, but right. it's going to stick. It'll, it'll stick for as, as long as you need. I'll give you a five five warranty, five minutes or five steps. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so then you're good. <laughs> um, no, soldering is uh, is uh, an important step in your wiring and dc well dc or dcc system set up in preparation um not right away does everything have to be soldered um mm -hmm. obviously in order to get power to stick to the tracks right or power wires to stick to the tracks you have to solder those yeah. um like right now in the construction phase of my railroad in the wiring phase um my where my feeder wires are tied into my bus wires mm -hmm. i just basically i split the bus wire and have or open it up and yeah. feed the wire in there twist it down and it just kind of holds for now now when it's all said and done mm -hmm. um using my yard as an example once i once my yard all my tracks laid um and in fact i'm pretty much getting ready to start weathering the track and nice. putting scenery and stuff on yeah. at that point in time i will go under there and start soldering mm -hmm. all the connections yeah um soldering yeah I, and that may be a good for another episode uh getting more in depth of soldering but mm -hmm. um while yeah you can solder with uh i you know there again it's just like anything you know you 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 get what you pay for right. you know i mean you can go to harbor freight and buy a soldering iron it might work great for you in fact i just recently did that because my old soldering iron uh it worked but i the tips were bad and oh, it was yeah. cheaper for me to buy a new soldering new iron soldering, yeah and i brought it home and and in the time it took me to wire in or i should say solder in mm -hmm. two decoders into my two locomotives the the fine tip that was on that mm -hmm. uh soldering iron that yeah. came with yeah it had basically disintegrated disintegrated wow yeah yeah it, it got hot it did what it was supposed yeah. to but yep. you know um yeah um so you know there again you don't have to go out and spend buku bucks my mm -hmm. the soldering iron soldering iron i ended up purchasing i bought it off amazon mm -hmm. and um it's actually well there's doing a product review of that here soon nice um yeah uh yes folks this is just us rambling on and and while yes we have a little bit of a script here so we don't like go all wonky on you guys <laughs> um this is just you know hey we're, we're doing this as we go right so uh and you're welcome by the way for well, just the audience you're just you're welcome oh, oh yeah yeah. Script, yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um so uh but like the i don't know i think i spent like 50 or 60 bucks and it's like an actual soldering iron where you can adjust the temperature it's got oh, its wow, own base yeah. it's got a place where you can put like two different rolls of solder on the side i mean oh, it's wow. it's uh it's a good soldering good iron. way to go yeah yeah yep. but if if person doesn't want to spend that money i mean go right. buy the harbor freight one or right. whatever you know i mean and whatever works yeah an extra tips. yeah good yeah tips. definitely extra tips if you're buying it from harbor freight yeah. um but you know you're and then you need good um I, I should say not good i shouldn't use that term but you need you need electrical solder mm -hmm. i use the the what they call the rosin core so it's got the flux in the okay, middle in the, yeah. yep. um a lot of people just do the straight uh uh non-rosin core so you know you have to put the flux and stuff on right. yeah. um personally i have no opinion either way um i've done it both ways mm -hmm. I guess i guess no personally i prefer the flux core flux just core, yeah yep. it yeah it's it's a little easier mm -hmm. um i want to say it's less messy because 
I mean, right. we're talking minute quantities we're using. It's not right. like we're soldering and piping or something. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. but I like it because it, you know, now that I've honed in on my soldering, I can actually mm -hmm. go in and I can get something soldered like within a matter of seconds nice. rather than, you know, and I, right. I just, that that's the process I prefer, right. you know? Yep. So, so, you know, that would be, uh, you know, soldering, I would start there. And then the biggest thing is practice read up. And mm -hmm. like I've started, I've been saying from the get go of this, uh, podcast is, um, research, research, mm -hmm. research, um, find out, you know, what others are doing. Not saying you have to do that, but, um, to learn, yeah. you know, and the biggest thing I want to tell people about is, you know what, it's your railroad. That's right. Yep. You know, however you do things, right. it's, how you do things yeah right? you yeah, know what you prefer yeah absolutely you know don't let anybody try to tell you nope right. i'm not doing that yep. so but uh yeah so uh biggest things on this is um because we'll, we'll stop this because we still have to do a review oh i oh, stopped yeah. to do the review and got to give you a little more mic time here sure. too um so basically yeah uh good bus wire make sure you're using a decent gauge um i recommend 10 to 14 gauge solid strand um feeder wires make sure you're running feeder wires try not run your try to run your feeder wires the shortest distance let your bus wire carry the power so run your bus wire oh, yeah, yeah. the distance um and soldering um like right now my like i said my railroad i've got uh my feeder wires soldered to my track but they're just twisted in on my bus wire until right i'm you know done down the road mm -hmm um and you know make sure you got a good soldering or decent soldering yep. iron and if you've never soldered practice research right. practice yep. you know it doesn't take that much wire to practice soldering and right. stuff yep. like that so and don't burn yourself don't burn yourself kids yeah 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 <laughs> don't try this at yeah home. don't don't try this at home unless <laughs> mom or dad are there yeah. or they can tell you so um yeah we will uh definitely um have to yeah we're Wow, this is I'm getting a lot of ideas from this. So I'm gonna be You're busy welcome. this afternoon yeah, writing absolutely. more ideas. Hey, <laughs> isn't that what that's the thing about these doing this podcast is mm -hmm. it's I've I've learned is you know, it's like I come up with more and more ideas every right, day. There you go. Yep. 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 We have a little notebook. Join the model railroad revolution. Go on over to patreon.com forward slash model railroad talk and become a premium supporter by becoming a premium supporter you get added benefits such as an exclusive private facebook group live videos while we record access to the latest episode before anyone else and more your support helps us continue to grow and support the model railroad revolution go on over to patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash model railroad talk to become a premium member today so um yeah enough with the wiring probably boring everybody um well at least some people i know there's people out there like see like me as a modeler so mm -hmm. when i joined the uh, my uh, model railroad club um actually i'm not i'm not ashamed to say i'm part of the quad city society of model engineers um they at the application they had on there, it, you know, your basic information, yeah. you know, and do you have a railroad at home right. and so on and so forth. And, but then there was this like section where it had like, oh, all these, these boxes, you check mark, you yeah. know, electrical track work, scenery, yep, you know, 
operations, stuff like oh, that, wow, you yeah. know, like basically what you're interested in yeah. or if you're, you know, if you have, if, if you enjoy modeling or doing that part, yeah. I hand it in. They're like, you have everyone checked. Did you not understand? I'm like, no, I like it all. I just like don't it all. force yeah. one thing on me on at me, all right, the time, right. you yeah. know? Yeah. I want to do all. Yeah. You know, but then, but then on the flip side, there's, I know people that, you know, that they can't stand wiring. They don't want nothing to do with wiring. Right. They would rather just have somebody come in, come and, in and wire it. And then, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. Right. That's fine. You know, I mean, to each their own. I mean, right. I've known several people that in the past that have had railroads, like one didn't like weathering their cars oh, okay. uh, or uh, cars, locomotives, right. buildings. And, and I love that kind of detail. Like when you see it, like I'm looking at one of your magazines here and the, the storage tanks that they have for like tank cars, mm -hmm. weathered, like that's great. That's that's like real life. Yeah. And, and that's how I want to have my scene when I start laying things out is I want to have cars that are weathered. Like I want real world mm -hmm. scenes, right? Yeah. Like these are, you go down, you drive down the road and you see trains going by and they're all graffitied up. Like uh, we saw one coming here that that uh, my girlfriend pointed out mm -hmm. and had uh, Pocahontas on the side of it. Like, like it was amazing. Right. The detail was like, I almost stopped the car to take a picture. Like it was that <laughs> well, you good. Should've. You I, should've. I should've, I should've, you're right. But I it just, it blew me away that just mm -hmm. that kind of graffiti. And I, and I know I've seen cars with graffiti on them. And it's like, man, that's super cool. And that's real life. And that's yep. what I want to see on my, on, on my model railroad when I start into it. Um, and and i and so and everybody's different teach mm -hmm. their own right like mm -hmm. everybody wants to have the the pretty cars and yeah and some people like us that would like to have weather cars because that right. looks real uh real world right mm -hmm. that's uh, that's where i'm at so well and that's that's what's so great about this hobby is is you know i guess you know if you're listening to this podcast you, you know you already know how great the hobby is but for those that are maybe you know either looking at getting into the hobby or you're just you know, you're a trucker driving up and down the road. You just, Hey, let's just listen to this to keep me awake while I'm, you know, that's, what's great about this hobby. There's so many, there's so many different facets about it. You yep. know, the building, the, uh, the weather, or, you know, yep. uh, the building, the construction of it, the planning of it, um, the operating operation of it. But then yep. there's so many subcategories of, like you said, yep. uh, weathering and, and it doesn't, just because you walk into a model railroad and you look at it and it's fully weathered. Like, uh, yeah. I, someday I, it's on my bucket list and I hope to get out there. It's out in Massachusetts, the Franklin and South Manchester. Uh -huh. It was done by George Celios. And I know he has, I want to say it's two or three, four times a year, something like that. Yeah. There's a, there, or there's a time period each year that he opens it up for people to come in. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I've seen pictures. In fact, I, I, still searching for it i know i had the dvd somewhere but mm -hmm. there was actual dvd um that i bought that was solely his railroad Whoa. the detail of it and you know you could be somebody like that or yeah. you could be somebody you know what you you know i keep going back to this but this is where a lot of beginners start you know four by eight sheet of plywood yep. you take right. out your ho scale you roll out some green mat grass yep put your trains on and run it it doesn't matter yeah um i will tell you that's where it starts though that yeah, four by that's, eight that's where it's with the green mat yep once you yep. put that green mat down and you start using cardboard boxes as buildings yeah. that's your gateway into way <laughs> more people it's the gateway it is. it's the gateway <laughs> yes it is it's the gateway hobby um but yeah um but yeah you, you brought up an interesting point of you know the, the graffiti you've seen out there um you know First of all, yeah, if you see something, I always try to, even if I can't get a good picture, I'll pull out my phone, switch over video and yeah. record it. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, too, yeah. Because you can always go back and pull out. Pull it out, great. But, um, 
but you know i guess on the side note it's like some of these people that do this graffiti work it's like why are you i get you yeah. enjoy that you you could be making millions yes. you know doing something Actually, legit yeah. but yeah. yeah um but thank you to those people so we yes. we have we can see that on the cars and right. see the artwork so yeah way to go guys you give us something to it's work totally forward. illegal but yeah it's totally great right. to see him going down the track yep <laughs> yep um but you know that that's a, you know and and i throughout this whole thing uh this episode i you know i keep hearing you talk about and this i'm going back to the podcast or the listeners of this mm -hmm. podcast you know going back to the original uh, first few episodes of this podcast of of uh you know do your research start planning right. yep. you know i mean like you said mm -hmm. you know you you're taking mental notes of you know wiring or yep. bench work or whatever you know and and um you know, anytime you're you have the opportunity to go look at a layout. Oh yeah. Or, oh, I'm always you know, down for that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Keep um, you know, just uh, what do they call that? Photo memory or yep. whatever. You yep. know, take a photo um, uh, a photo of in your mind right. at least at minimum if you're not allowed. Some places don't allow don't pictures. Allow pictures but, right. Right. But uh, yeah. So, um, what do you think? What 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 you know? You're, this is this is the section we're going to call Rob Talk. Rob Talk, I love it. I love it. So, 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 what I think is is like you said, do you, do your research, and you know, I'm I'm at the the beginning stages of of starting my layout. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know of of, of Lionel. Let's say Lionel's a big, mm -hmm. you know, they've been around for many many years. Um, uh, you said that you you deal with KD, mm -hmm. and what's the other one you deal with? Uh, I'm a I'm I'm a Digitrax and Digitrax. KD. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, I'll be looking into those too as well. Mm -hmm. Like I want to have the most like real layout that I can, the most real life or real looking layout that mm -hmm. I can get. Right. So mm -hmm. I want to have the cars, the, the details right down to the T. Like I, I am very, very big on detail. Like mm -hmm. the, the devil's in the details as they yep. say. Yep. So I'm um, just like, so, so I have other, other hobbies as well. You know, model railroading mm -hmm. is just starting out in that. I do collect 164th scale, like John Deere tractors. Mm -hmm. And the ones I go most for are kind of the premier edition where mm -hmm. like the hoods open up and the details just, just on, on point for that. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I, I want is that detail. Mm -hmm. um, I also collect uh, DCP trucks. Mm -hmm. um, same with that, like the hoods tilt forward, the suspension works on the tractor and the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they've got little placards on the trailer. If it's a hazmat trailer. That's cool. Oh yeah. Like, like it's, it is spot on. It's got little airlines for the, you know, for the hoses. Right. Um, I probably have 30 or 40 of those trucks. They're very expensive. Oh but, yeah. But the detail on them is just immaculate. And and that's what I go for. So so when I look at at like um train uh, um cars and engines things, I want to get the most um most detail that I can find. So yeah. So I'm I'm excited. Like I said, I'm I'm new to the hobby. Um long time listener, first time caller, if you yeah, will, right? Right, right. Um uh, but I, I I know it's been out there. It's it's been in my life. Like my dad had, he didn't really have a layout, but he had like lots of track, lots of trains, and I man, I loved them. Um, and I've I've always had a thing for trains. Like like I would go camping as a kid, and we had a train uh, tracks right there, and trains would go by, and I'd just mm -hmm. I'd stop whatever I do and just watch them go by. Love right. trains, uh, and trucks too. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm a truck driver, um, also known as snowman. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. So. So yeah, that's that's kind of you know where I'm at, and since I'm new to this, it's good to have somebody to kind of mm -hmm. as my mentor that's done this before and and has lots of 
of experience with this stuff. Well, lead me in the right direction. I try to pretend like I do. Anyways. Well, you make it look good. Anyway. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so going back to what you're saying, uh, your, your 164 stuff, yeah. um, that, uh, and I know we had discussed this mm-hmm. a little bit through messaging before, but, yeah. um, that's actually S scale, S which scale. is in between HO and O scale. Um, and, uh, it, it like I said, I, I tried looking up, uh, yeah. after that day mm-hmm. we were messaging and, uh, I think I found one, maybe two things on Oof. eBay that was yeah. S, scale, S scale. And that was like, I think people were 3d printing people. Oh wow! And that was it. I yeah. think I think I think seen uh, like uh, uh, figures and mm-hmm. I don't know. There was like a little switch stand or something. Right. That's all I found. Wow. S scale is is like I was telling you. If you can't find it, it is yeah. going to be very expensive. Yeah. So which which I'm I'm partial HO too because that's you know right. what my dad had and what you have here and then and I love that scale too. So mm-hmm. well, I, I might want to I'll forego the my one sixty fourth major what I have and just go to HO right. Because, it's well, really, really available. Well, but the thing is too is it's not that far off because your 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 tractors and stuff are one sixty fourth. You yep. know, HO is one eighty seventh. Right. Um, not, O's, not far, but right. Yeah. Where O scales one forty eighth, I believe. Uh, let me look up here. I should know this, but I don't. Um, bear with me, folks. I'll be able to tell you here in a second. I don't want to get it wrong. One forty eighth. So okay. actually. As, like I said, the S scales in between H O and O. So, yeah. depending on what you do, like your tractors and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, if you if if I I think you could incorporate them. Yeah, you maybe. just I wouldn't have necessarily, you know, um, you know, a train run by them. By like, them, right? Yeah, well, I'm just side say, by kinda, side. Have you it know, kind of spaced out a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. Because yep. you're you're really not going to be that far off. Because I th- yeah. think uh, aren't uh, Matchbox cars are. Aren't pretty box. close to 164 yeah yep. you know and i know a lot of people that use matchbox cars oh, okay. on ho scale okay so okay. i mean it, yeah. that's what i was saying you could use it it's more s scale if you want to get right. exact, exact scale. scale right yeah and if there's not a lot out there for s scale then that would be it, it's and very expensive yeah i want to have yeah a nice layout a nice layout budget friendly obviously but. right well and that's the thing i mean even if you know taking the you know okay you can you you can afford to buy to build the s scale layout it's the availability do you want to say order track and then okay you run out and you need to order more track now you might be waiting Mm -hmm. right you know a long time yeah um and i and that folks this isn't cutting down s scale i mean those that do it i mean i've always liked s scale Mm -hmm. myself but i just never got into it because even back back in the day s scale was more available track and stuff like that but but now it's just well, I mean, it's just the way everything is. Right, right. It just seemed like HO and and O scale kind of took over everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, even Z scale. I I remember when it came really came mm-hmm. in big, and I I really enjoyed watching it. And I was actually yeah. looking at getting a small Z scale set just because I was like, man, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. a briefcase railroad yeah, kind of thing. Go. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and then at that time. Um, I was only I was only able to find like Marklin and stuff like that. Yeah. Basically, uh, uh, or manufacturers that were from overseas, well, overseas for us here in the right, states, right? Um, and you know they were extremely expensive. Of course, you know I get you guys got to make uh, the people over there right. have to make money, and yes, then you have the transportation. Right. I yep. mean, not cutting that down, but that's what kept me from Z scale mm-hmm. is you know doing just the small right side layout yeah. layout, and I may someday do that right. 
but um but yeah uh yeah i would think you may be able to uh fit it in once yeah. i get mine here a little bit going a little bit uh more you know bring over maybe yeah. bring over when you're Absolutely. i would say you're less less expensive right. and less prized tractor and right. we, we can set it up next to it and yeah, see. see what it looks like yeah, yeah absolutely that'll, that, be fun. that'll yeah. give you an idea but i i think you'd be all right going i just think you'd be better off and i think o scale would, would be a little too big yeah yep so but uh so yeah folks um we're getting we've, we're pretty i'm pretty sure we're uh yeah we are pushing the our normal time limit so um I'm going to go into the review. Uh, my review right now is of, uh, well, it's not really a product review. It, it is, but it's not. It's not a physical product. Mm -hmm. It's uh, um, So when I started getting back into model railroading, I uh, started looking around online. Mm -hmm. Okay, where's my research? First thing I went to is started my sub subscription of Model Railroader magazine. Um, well, then... Once I did that, I got emails from them and stuff. And then it popped up this trains.com. And I'm like, you know, I, I mean, I like trains. Yeah. Years ago, I had, I had all the, actually, I had all the subscriptions. I was trains, wow. classic toy trains, yep. uh, what was a garden railway, obviously model railroader. Yep. I had, uh, oh, and classic trains. I had all those subscriptions. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was spending quite a bit of year right. in subscriptions. But, um, but I was like, you know, I just, right now, I just want to focus on model railroading. Mm -hmm. So, with uh with my new subscription to model railroader i got i want to say it was like 30 30 or 60 days free oh. of unlimited trains unlimited mm -hmm. and so i went on there and started looking around and they have all the access to that classic toy, toy oh, trains wow. all yeah. that because that's all produced by or or how i would say kept up or yeah. owned by kalmbach and so i was like oh that's cool and i went and looked on like the now, when I now, folks, when I say trains.com, I'm talking the actual website trains. Yeah. You go there, they have the over general, over yeah, main website. Main page, yeah. But then yep. you also have Trains Magazine. They break it down to where oh, you can okay, select yeah. Trains Magazine, yep. Garden Railway, Model Railroad, or so on and so forth. Nice. And so I start going into it more. Of course, getting back into Model Railroading, right. I click on the Model Railroader and I go in and I. There, I, I'm like, oh, well, they have all sorts of, like, stuff you can download. Yep. Um, layout prep, track prep, uh, and they, they have videos. They have hmm. a crap ton of videos. Some of them are longer than others. Right. But there's anything from um, layout design mm -hmm. all the way uh, to bench work, to oh, wiring, nice. yeah. to um, um, just, uh, you know, uh, watching trains nice. on other people's railroad. So, so one-stop shop, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. And um, I guess the reason why I wanted to review this is kind of going back to what this whole podcast kind of started out on is getting back into the hobby is, you know, if that if you're looking for something um, beyond, um, say, Model Railroad or Magazine or, or Garden Railway or mm -hmm. whatever your Model Railroad magazine of choice is, um, look into trains.com. Um, um, I did the, I did the, oh, what do you, it's like six ninety five a month. I think oh, it's wow. completely yeah. unlimited. You have access to every single one of the magazine. Wow. So that's stuff those, on there. coffee at Starbucks. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, that's a good deal. Yeah. And, deal. and, um, I, uh, so I, I went and did that and paid for the full year just yeah. so I'm not, cause I think it's a little more than that. If you just do monthly, like 
Right. I, th- I want to say it's nine ninety five. It's like three bucks more. Right. I just went in and paid for the full paid year, for the full year. Yep. which was, I don't know, between 80 and 90 bucks, yeah. something like no, that. No, um, with tax and all that. Right. But uh, actually, um, I didn't even realize I forgot about it. Um, and it just showed up this last week, but I'm wearing it right now. My trains.com oh, yeah, yeah. shirt. It, yep. it was free with the, um, you know, year. when you pay for the full year, nice. you get the free t-shirt. But um, but no, the review. I, I guess I wanted to re- uh, give you guys a good review on that because I I'm I'm always skeptical of going online, doing um online mm-hmm. memberships, kind of in that yeah. way, because you know, okay, you spend the money right. and you get in there and it's like, okay, you blast through. Like, I, if you're anything like me, where you, right. you like outside of work and yep. you know taking care of the spouse or what you know, right. uh, it's kind of one of those things where it's like I focus my attention on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I thought for sure I would have been through that website, you know, (laughs) and and within that 30, 60 days, because I have been in the past on other stuff. And, um, and in fact, there's another one, fortunately, I, I actually got the subscription for another one. I'm not going to name it right now, but, um, um, I want to say it was a dollar 95 and then I spent an extra like seven or eight bucks Mm -hmm. for the premium for the year. And I like it. It's, I, I go back to it once in a while, but, um, it's like I've already been through the whole website. Yeah, yeah. I've watched all the videos, mm-hmm. with the exception of the new ones that come out every yeah. so often. Um, you, you know, I've downloaded everything that I could download on yeah. that one with my gold subscription. So it's like, will I renew on that one down the road? Probably not. Yeah. Yep. But I this trains.com though, um, and and for the record, folks, I am not getting paid for this. I am not. This is not. Uh, this review is not at trains.com. Uh, Kalmbach Publishing doesn't even know. I haven't even reached out to them that I'm doing a review on it. So, um, but yeah, uh, check it out if you're, especially if you're getting back into it. Um, you know, if you know somebody that's got it, maybe they'll let you borrow a username and password just to go in and look around. Um, for that matter, just sign up. I mean, there there literally is no obligation. I know um, when my uh, my 30 days or 60 days mm-hmm. was up. Um, it sent me a whole bunch of emails saying, Hey, your yeah. subscription's going to be up. And, um, and it literally did not charge me. Oh, like, wow. even though, yeah. you, even though you have to put the, your, your, your it's card like, information yeah. in, it did not charge me. It popped up. And then I had to physically go in right. and say, yes, yes. I want to yep. purchase this oh, year awesome. or whatever. Yeah. 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 So they don't, they don't, uh, they don't stick you like a lot of them right. online things mm-hmm. do. So, um, yeah, look into trains.com. Um, of course, you know, model railroaders on there. Um, and of course you can't get back into model railroading without a model railroader subscription, uh, subscription, right. but, um, and, and that, you know, it, it's just, it's a good source of information. Nice. So I'll definitely be checking that out. Yeah. Um, anything else you would like to add to this? Well, not that I could say. We've covered quite a bit of, quite quite a topic, I guess, of wiring and things. So, which I'm sure we'll dive into more as Absolutely. time goes on. Absolutely, and I'll have questions as I, you know, start on my mm-hmm. my layout too. So, yeah. So yeah, no, it'll be it'll be great. Looking forward to being a part of this podcast more. So sweet. Well, we appreciate you coming. Well, I appreciate, we appreciate you your uh, input. You know. Yeah, as it's, a new guy into this whole model railroading thing, that <laughs> right. Right. It's definitely, uh, yeah, it's definitely a fun world. And once you get, you know, and it can be a solo thing, you know, right. you might get into it and be like, you know, I, I'll just do it myself. You yeah. know, that's what I like about it is I can come down here mm-hmm. and, 
in a sense, leave my phone upstairs. Right. And I'm in my own little in your world, own world. Right. and I'm yep. content as can be. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, like I've got the club or someday when this gets done, I'm actually going to be physically interchanging cars from my railroad yeah. to the club railroad. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say, do they do things like that? Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I know you said you had, they had operator days. Like, yeah. You can go over and that's so cool. Yeah. Yep. And and that's for another subject, uh, you know, but, uh, or another podcast. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm actually in the preparation right now of, um, they have a steel mill, long story mm. short, oh, they yeah. have a steel mill on mm. the club layout. I'm not, I don't have a steel mill, but I will be building a, a metal recycling facility. Yep. And I'm going to need some place to ship right. recycled steel. Yep. yep. Rather than just taking the car off and setting it aside. Yeah. I'm physically, I've actually, um, I have a plan to spur for cool. running to that railroad. Yeah, yep. yep. Very neat. All right, folks. Uh, we want to end this. This one's a little bit longer. Uh, Rob, we appreciate you coming in. And oh, thanks for having look, me. I, look I, forward. I, Greatly appreciate it, and I can't wait to hear more podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and be a part of more, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're always welcome. You're always welcome. That. So, folks, yeah, um, look for our new episodes to come out on um, Saturday mornings, early mornings, 12 a.m. Um, you are listening to Model Railroad Talk. You can email us at modelrailroadtalk uh, at gmail.com. Uh, visit our website at www.modelrailroadtalk.com. Um, through any of the platforms, whether you listen on Google, um, um, Spotify, Amazon Music, whatever, you can reach out to us there. Um, or you can find us on our Facebook page uh, under Model Railroad Talk. So um, we thank you for listening and uh, y'all be safe.